Hello, travelers, to another episode of the Neverian Adventurer podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Russell Tindall, and as always with me is... DJ Nettie P coming at you live from Atlanta, from my office where I've been all freaking day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I haven't left this room either. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee still, and we're doing this over kind of a zoom s type platform called Zencaster, which is rad. So, hey, little insight there to how we make this get done. Yeah. It's how the sausage is made, guys. Yeah. Well, this is an Adventure Time podcast, if you can't guess. And, you know, we, we sit here, we talk about Adventure Time. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 9, Princess Monster Wife. Ned, before we get into it, how have you been? I've been good. I mean, it has been a long January leading into February. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, we've had some great weather this week. I think things are picking up. It's starting to feel like spring. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, what about you, man? I'm good. Me and Allie just scheduled uh, a couple's massage, mm. which I've never done that before. I don't know what that's going to entail, but I am excited. And it has nothing to do with uh, Valentine's Day. This is just a <laughs> really late yeah, no, uh, some Christmas people, present. <laughs> some, sometimes you just got to go for a good schwitz every once in a while, you know? Like, have you done a couple's massage? What should I expect? Uh, only on our honeymoon. Um, okay. I don't know, man. It, was, it wasn't as like awkward as I, as I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. It hurts worse, but it hurts good. And I was like, man, I've never had a massage in my life. Is this going to be life-changing? Am I going to get out of this and want to like go once a week? And I literally felt great when I was like in the spa and afterwards and you take a dip in the hot tub and the, and then I felt like totally normal two hours later. And I was like, really? oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, that we did was a fun honeymoon thing. Very romantic. Um, did you have a male or a female masseuse? I think we had two female masseuses. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's a male and a female one for us, and I'm I'm guessing that I will have the male masseuse, and she will have the female. I don't I don't know. I don't know no, you how you divvy know. that up. You never know. I mean, that's... I don't know how you divvy that up. I don't. You know, I, I I'm I'm awkward. I've never had it. I've <laughs> had awkward. one massage in my entire life. I don't know what to do. Uh, but I am excited, which is why I bring it up. Yeah, well, being on the topic of being <clears throat> awkward with your loved ones, we are yeah. talking about Princess Monster Wife, which is, in essence, Ice King being super awkward on the pursuit to being normal as possible. Yeah, he's Ice King's being rough in this episode. I gotta, mm-hmm. just from the gun, gotta say, this is one of his, if not his, the worst thing he's ever done, right? Yeah, this is for this is pretty sure bad. up there in terms of, Worst thing he's ever done, but I mean, all in all, you can see he's just like getting crazier. Like the yeah. fact that he sits there and talks with Finn and Jake for that first scene of like, oh, oh, right, right. You are talking about the princess parts that I took. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope that I hope that thief oh. doesn't come for parts of my wife. For my wife, <laughs> yeah. And also she's just standing there in the cave under a blanket in the, in the corner yeah. in the dark right that's just so i don't know what a reveal that was which ice king yeah i don't well, i guess we can get into why i think it's 
such a bad thing that he did and why one of it's one of the worst things that he did a little bit later on. Um, because that kind of is like the purpose of this conversation, right? But we can start off a little lighter and, and just say, you know, I almost made Princess Bubblegum my most punchable character because of <laughs> how for her, just like, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hated that. I did not <laughs> like talking. I mean, even LSP was kind of weird and she was missing some of her lumps, right? She's got these ice bags where the lumps are missing, hanging out there. And she does say, so, though, a very funny line. Yeah, wait, well, hold on. Thief is out there getting fresh with my lumps. So she put ice bags there to replace her lumps or are no, her I think organs it was just made the, of ice? Do you think that's the case? I think the ice yeah, bags were was, just there to like for healing purposes, maybe. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I sat there and thought about it for a while and was like, I can't tell if they're making a joke about like LSP being cold hearted or yeah. if she just has like ice bags there to like still <laughs> look know. as lumpy as possible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe maybe she's cold hearted, but even Zombie Princess was like, This happens sometimes. Like she's just used yeah. to Wait, waking up was, with a missing okay. limb. But I there's bones a, all over her bed, right? Like there like yeah. her bed has bones everywhere underneath it, and the frame of her bed is bones. I feel like she could have just taken one of those and replaced her leg. It's true. But you do see the leg itself like hop to well, I guess it was kind of like sentient at that point. Regardless, I was gonna ask you, is this zombie princess or is this Princess Beautiful. I from from to the cut fandom a says it's Zombie Princess slash okay. Skeleton Princess. Yeah, I just I always I took a moment there and I was like, is I this did a too. I was to very curious. Beautiful. Yeah. No, we have seen this princess before. Mm-hmm. She was in the uh, the Nice King episode. Yeah, she was in the the jail or whatever that he creates in that episode. Um. So we, we've we seen get, her before, but she's get, not like a big uh, character. We only get one new princess in this episode, which was Princess the Elbow. Elbow Princess? Yeah. Yeah, Elbow Princess, <laughs> which I was like, maybe they're making a joke because he's stealing parts of the, body, like the bodies of the princess parts. and he yeah. doesn't steal Elbow Princess's elbow. He steals like part of her gut, which I thought mm-hmm. was funny. Um, or what does he say? Yeah. I can't remember what he says he stole, but. Uh, yeah, and like really funny all of that he, Hot Dog Princess's bottom half is a leg. Is a leg. So he's yeah. just, <laughs> it's interesting what parts he took. I mean, you know, he likes Princess Bubblegum's face. He likes um, what, what the Library Princess's face and also the turtle. I can't think of her name. Yeah, uh, it's Turtle Princess. Turtle Princess. And then I believe I read somewhere that he took the heart of the Doctor Princess. It was like, yeah, her heart and intestines, he said. Intestines? Very uh, odd. Dr. Princess. Yeah. So Who's not actually know. a princess. She's not a princess. Oh, that's She's right. She's not actually Gosh, a princess. Her name She's is great. Dr. Princess. <laughs> She's great. Um, um, and it did yeah. look like there was one piece in her middle that, I know it was just technically a dress, but it did look like almost, it did look like all of Raggedy Princess was on there, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like all of Raggedy Princess like makes up just like her dress. I, I was like, I could see Raggedy Princess just like hanging out there the whole time and not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're right though. Ice King definitely is getting crazier for some yeah. reason. There's I don't something know. off the rocker about this one. Um, is it just this very, episode or is it this season? 
It's a little bit. I mean, it's the rest of the show. There's other things that like Ice King. He doesn't ever get better. I don't know. Don't don't spoil. I mean, no, I'm not going to spoil it. It's Ice King. Yeah, yes and no is the is the best answer to that. Okay, that's fine. Because in in a way, yeah, this is like the craziest thing he's done. He seems to be so just disconnected with what's going on in the world and disconnected with reality. Um way more than when he was just like, I stole four princesses and like, oh gosh darn it, they caught me. Yeah. Um, is that he's doing this and then he's like gung-ho for this being his new wife, has a whole, you know, like dates set up. So he goes and takes her, they go and do dinner together and he's got like dino nuggets and mashed potatoes with her and they wash dishes and they watch a movie so there is this part of Ice King that you see. He's obviously like crazy to think that this could be normal, but there's some sort of really, really deep innate desire for him to be with somebody and be a normal person. Yeah. Uh, and he can't do it. He like in his essence, he can't do that, but there's something in his mind that goes, Hey, being normal is simple dino nugget dinners and watching. Is that what those were? No, dude, yeah, I think those they were, were animal to be crackers. Like dino, nuggets. dino nuggets. You're yeah. probably right. Dino nuggets, peas, carrots, and rice. I guess what an interesting meal. Um, yeah, it's but like then a- he he shows like empathy toward her in the sense that he's like, oh my gosh, she's gonna feel like self conscious because food fell out of her mouth. So I'm gonna mimic that and make it like kind of seem like food fell out of my mouth. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. This is a like callback to Frankenstein's monster, right? Or Frankenstein, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing is a bunch of different parts that are put together to create this other being that's supposed to be like the ultimate princess. All of his favorite parts, like the prettiest princess possible. Uh, I think Frankenstein's monster was similar. It's been a while since I've watched. It's like the strongest parts of like the, the strongest parts and, yeah. of like, yeah. And so the difference though, being that Frankenstein, when the monster was created, did not like the monster. And I believe he immediately regrets it. Um, but in this instance, of course, Ice King loves it. He's like, oh my gosh, you're my princess, my new wife. I love you, whatever. Um, but it's similar in the fact that the monsters in both of these um, media, whatever, end up being depressed and, and like feeling ugly and feeling abnormal. Yeah, and, and even and, like kind of killing themselves at the end of, you know, this episode in that movie or yeah, book. Yeah, well, and that's well, I, I thought that and that well, first of all, like the the Frankenstein thing is the best part to bring up because that's the most like one on one parallel to this story. It's yeah. like it's a monster and it's depressed because it's not going to be normal and everybody's scared of it. Um, so how do you live in the world that way? On the flip side, I think it's so funny in this show where there's a lot of the talk about like, you know, playing God or being, you know, some someone or something's God um, itself. And and what does that mean? And and in this way, I mean, Ice King kind of creates and makes uh, Princess Monster Wife and he loves her so much, but she hates that she's not quote unquote like normal. Yeah. And on the flip side, Princess Bu- the, the biggest instance we've seen this in an Adventure Time is when Princess Bubblegum creates Lemon Grab. She hates Lemon Grab because Lemon Grab's like weird and unnatural. 
But Lemon Grab like fully accepts that as his nature and goes, I know I don't think the same way, but like, screw you guys. I'm going to go like live on my own, you know, I'm mm, going to go live yeah. in my own kingdom. And, but, and then I, yeah, I resent you for making me, but you made me the way I am and I'm not going to like change that for anybody. So it's such a weird, it's two people that were created by something and, and like kind of the flip side of yeah, I wonder, <laughs> Ice King loves her, but PB doesn't love Lemon Grab. I wondered though if Princess Monster Wife had had more time or Princess Monster, I don't know, what do you even call her? Princess Monster, I guess. Um, yeah, PMW is what I've been seeing. It. PMW. Well, if she had more time to to grow and to develop her own opinions and and see what reality is and stuff, because all she really knows, because she had just been created, is what's right in front of her. All she knows That's is, true. oh, I live here. You're supposed to be my husband. You're my creator, I guess. You know, I mean, I don't even know if we know. Well, yeah, of course we do know because he reveals to her toward the end, I love you as much as all the other princesses in the world combined, which, which is dude, yeah, a great most line punchable. too. Yeah. But great no great line because she was all yeah, the other princesses in the world combined. Yeah, totally. But also just that line right there deems Ice King the most punchable character of this episode. Uh, so he does reveal to her like, oh yes, I created you from all my favorite body parts, but it's just a bunch of stolen parts as um, I believe she says toward the end of this episode. It, it's pretty yeah. rough. Well, dude. here's the other thing that I think is somewhat creepy, right? And if Ice King is so like lonely, he wants to create a wife, uh, obviously he does love princesses, but it does seem to be mostly physical appearances with princesses. That if he has the ability to take like organic matter or whatever, you know, ooze organic matter is like <laughs> bubble gum and hot dogs and dead people and uh, m- muscle princess that he can like take that off and combine it and make a- He could have just done that with like a bunch of other organic matter, I feel like, you know, and made a wife. It didn't have to be. So there either is, I don't know, there's, there's yeah, some, and I got wife. some theoretically speakings that i'm going to say for the second half of the episode okay but he does seem like if this is a solution there was probably a less creepy way of doing it, of going hey i still love my wife if her body doesn't matter but he's like oh no but i like picked slime princess's butt because i liked that the best i'm like okay that just makes it yeah like what you said most punchable right there yeah without a doubt and i guess we'll we'll talk about let's talk about a uh, bodily or body autonomy a little bit as i've already kind of discussed a little bit about that power dynamic that ice king has over the uh princess monster wife so essentially body autonomy and this is a very elementary definition and also my own limited research that i was able to do about it but simply it's one's ability one's ability to demonstrate power and agency over choices concerning their own body so in this ice king he took this away from the princesses being you know, Princess Bubblegum and and all these other princesses whose parts were missing because he controlled, he they didn't have the choice to not have these parts taken from them. So he does that at first, right? Then he creates Princess Monster Wife, and as its creator, as her creator, he has influence and power over her. He takes advantage of this with his authority by making her his wife and telling her what is normal. Um, and so you see similar tropes to this kind of in, in movies with robots where they're created and they're told what to do and then they're destroyed at the end once they have these desires of their own or they start to figure out and rebel against their creator's purpose. 
And so sort of, in a sense, basically, Ice King, terrible, got to be one of the most villainous things that he's done, totally taking control and advantage over this creation that he made. And clearly, I mean, it's just sad to see throughout this episode how it affects her, how every moment... Finn and Jake are being, they're passing out every time they see her, right? Yeah. And you have a, you get a moment when a, a penguin throws up because. Yeah, let's talk about my lovely of the episode yeah. and the tops of the episode. Lovelies had to have been all the, the, the penguins. Goonty, Gundo, all Gondo, Gunther, yeah. all of them collectively. And then the tops okay. was when the penguin just can't help it. And she blows the kiss and he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, yes, I, I did not want to laugh at that, but I do <laughs> I totally did. think that was such a funny moment in this episode. <laughs> it was because yeah. all the penguins were trying so hard and he was just like clapping and then all of a sudden just like. <laughs> yeah. What does Ice King? He threatens them right before they do the fashion he's, walk. Yeah. He says he's going to spank them all. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna smack their buns, smack their buns <laughs> if they don't clap. So. Yeah, and I love it. They have just like rough, a penguin. Man. They like you kind of see it. They have like a penguin mess hall, and he like goes and they're all like having coffee together in the mess yeah. hall. I, I asked Allie because she works in fashion what the fashion would have been, de- you know, determined or, or been based off of what he put together, and she was just like, oh yeah, it's it's like anti-fashion. You know, that's the only way she could describe it or like a deconstruction of yeah. fashion, essentially. And yeah. it is interesting that he puts together a whole bunch of different parts to like make her feel beautiful because she's a whole bunch of different parts, I guess, was his thinking. I don't know. But Ben and Jake, of course, pass out and the site through the mirrors. They're yeah, like, trying to very oh. much do a Medusa style yeah <laughs> i thought yeah, it was totally. gonna work but i doesn't yeah, i don't think it works that way Dude, one of the penguins also broke a chair over its over head. his head <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was that whole scene was just kind of great but um you know that's yeah. a, you know I, I, as much as your point kind of leading up to that too and, and leading up to the fashion show you know he's not he took away the princess's bodily autonomy he i guess create but the thing is, he's being incredibly sweet to her. And like, again, it's more of like, I think going back into the Ice Kings, to love somebody, let's be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was essentially where uh, Princess Monster Wife kind of like lost it at the end. She was like, I'm not normal because of the way I look. And the Ice King was like, well, no, like, look, we can be normal. We are just like those people. And that's, that was my kind of big overarching thing was like, yeah, when people are told, Hey, this is the normal thing to do. Go do it. That's, that, that's why we get boring as adults. That's why in the TV show that they're watching, it just looks like the most vanilla looking little cartoon family in a cat. Is that like society's view of what's normal is what makes people depressed, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Either for standards that you can't ever reach. Again, Princess Monster Wife doesn't think she can ever reach that standard just because of the way she looks. And so Ice King's pressure is very sweet on like, let's be normal. But I don't think what he understands is that his normal could be anything. His normal could be, uh, and really the best part about that was when he flew her through the ice caverns and sang her a song. song. That's him just being raw. And that was like the sweetest moment is like, that's his normal, not 
sitting on the couch watching TV, you know? Man, this is so fascinating, Nick, because it feels like you took a totally different perspective of this episode than me and Allie did or than Mm -hmm. I did, where I'm like, this episode kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. I'm like, it's kind of gross what Ice King's doing. Even though he is treating her sweetly, he wants her to feel beautiful and all these things. But it's like the way just everything that he did, the way he goes about it, it just feels so wrong to me. And I will say the one, if there is a redeeming, for me at least, a redeeming moment, it is when he's flying over the Ice Kingdom and he's singing, let me show you something special. Because it is a pretty interesting, pretty good song. I will say he's got a pre-recorded harmony. Yeah. Which is kind of... <laughs> I do have to say, wild. on that topic, the last line of the song, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's still... Tom Kenny's voice, like, don't get me wrong, but they sure make it sound a little bit more female. And if I had to wager a guess, it could have been Betty on the tape. So interesting. That's I, my thought. That would be really interesting if that was the case. In my mind, I thought it was just Tom Kenny, like basically doing SpongeBob. I was like, Yeah. Sounds like a SpongeBob harmony. It sounds like happening. it did sound like striped sweater harmony. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but I like I like the Betty theory a whole lot better. That's really yeah. Cool. I'm saving that a little bit for second half. So let's if we're gonna get okay. on Betty theory and how that plays into the bigger picture, let's take our break and then we can like fully open that can of worms. Yeah, I mean, I think what I want to do though, right before we do that, is just the line that you're talking about and the line that really got me of the song. They're mm-hmm. both singing, so you have the harmony and Ice King both singing. Every turn and spin. We remind us, or will remind us where we've been. Will remind us when we found something special. It's that's, that's a good line, you know. That's yeah. just straight up a good lyric. It's very sweet. It's very heartfelt. If it is Ice King and Betty, though, gosh dang, that's good. Yeah, I think that's I a just song they used to sing to each other on yeah. the rest of the show. So we're gonna well, yeah, for the rest I'm of the gonna, show, but not this. Episode. I'm sorry for the rest of this episode. I don't know. No, I'm still. I still feel the way I feel about this episode. Ice King <laughs> in creepy, the past. That's very sweet. That that's sticking around in his head. But yeah, let's go to our commercial. Good evening, Ice Kingdom. I am here to invite you down to the Gunter Gunty Gundo Gondo Penguin Fall Fashion Show. Come on down to see all of the favorite sexiest penguins we have sport the fall's latest fashion trends, all in black and white. Louis, Yves, Laurent, and Gabani, they'll all be there, all decked out in the sexiest black and white this season. It's going to be the who's there of who's there in the Ice Kingdom, so be sure to take up, pick up your tickets before they sell out. And if you don't, well, I guess you're just a loser. And by the way, please don't tell the Ice King. He ruined last year's event, so please keep it on the down low. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I have any more deep, deep thoughts. I'm, I'm recording, Russell. <laughs> Are you, you're recording right now? Yes, I am. I'm recording us right now. Oh, gosh. Uh. Well, <laughs> Russell's not sure if he has any more deep thoughts on this one, so <laughs> it's my job. To make him feel like him and I are two lonely jelly beans floating in a jar of olives, waiting for someone to guess how many jelly beans there are in that jar. Because, Uh, you know, the the aforementioned jar. (laughs) I have got too many deep thoughts, Ned. I've lied. I lied. Just like I don't have a, a, don't look in my closet where my Frankenstein wife is standing. I've lied. 
You do um, have a creepy. I, I don't. It's normal, but uh, alleys like mannequin that's in your office there. That oh yeah, <laughs> kind, kind of princess monster wife esque. Yeah, it's uh curvy. Um, it's curvy. Anyways, <laughs> well, anyway, on yeah, to yeah. my deepest thought, and one that I guess I kind of it is my theoretically speaking. So it's what really was the basis for me probably having a different attitude towards this episode than you did is that the thing that got me thinking was the way the episode ends. So princess monster wife obviously goes off and gives all of the body parts back to the princesses in which they belonged. However, the cloak flies back in and there's a voice that's going out over, I guess the moon, the sky, the, fourth dimensional um, she plane. becomes the moon ned she, she becomes, becomes the, the moon. moon okay she straight up avatars us and becomes the moon which is a reference that you don't get but anyone who watches yeah. the last <laughs> avatar or the but last re- airbender regardless that defeats the theory that her consciousness was a combination of the other print like five percent of the other princesses or whatever all combined makes a new consciousness because that consciousness would have disappeared had it, you know, dissipated and gone back to the original owners. No, he totally created like he its totally own created some sort being. of sentience. And yeah. so my theoretically speaking is that in the back of his mind and in the crown, pretty much he has some memory or like core structure memory of Betty. And he is able to recreate that through some sort of like black magic or whatever it is with the crown powers and that her behavior, her attitude, her, um, you know, niceness and even like innate love for the ice King is stemmed from Betty's consciousness without Betty's memories. Yeah. Um, Like his past experience with his. Yeah. And that's why he does do the dino nuggets and, Let's wash the dishes. Oh, you know, like this one's better if you soak it for a while and wash it. And, yeah, you and do this and I'll morning. do, I'll dry them and it'll be and better it, that it way. Seemed, it seemed so forced and I was like, dude, I yeah. think he's trying his best of saying this is normal because that's what him and Betty used to do. Subconsciously. And he doesn't remember it, but subconsciously I that's agree. why he has that desire to go and quote unquote be normal. Is and that if that's where that song comes from, dude, if the Let Me Show You Something Special song stems from like him and Betty used to sing that way back in the day, if that's ever revealed in any way, I would love to ask that question yeah, I to don't, one of the creators of Adventure Time. That'd be I, really I, cool Yeah, I don't, unless they throw it in as like a really, really deep cut in a later episode that you, I, you, know, you just wouldn't remember it from Princess Monster Wife. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they directly address it, but well, some of the I lyrics are like talking about the Ice Kingdom, and they didn't live in the Ice Kingdom. Yeah, Betty that's and, true. But but maybe that verse. But that's why there's two separate tapes. Yeah, and I'm thinking know. maybe maybe it's the verse where they're like every every turn and spin will remind us where we've been, will remind us uh, when we found something special. Maybe that line comes from like a poem he wrote to her or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a really cool theory, though. Yeah, and um, so if you if you go back and watch the episode with that perspective, it seems a little less creepy, just a little less creepy, just because you are starting to, you get to look at the Ice King through very empathetic eyes, and 
if you haven't, if you don't know the whole story, it's hard to do that for sure. Harder. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I love that she becomes the moon. I got to say, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be revisiting this episode all too often. No, it's, it's just it's hard not to a watch. Good, I don't it's know. It's not a good revisitor. The, the hardest part, the, the three mouth mentality. I think so. Kind of threw I think me so. off. Yeah, because um, she can't really communicate or do like she can't eat normally. She has she struggles with that, and I think that's when things are falling out of her mouth. She's starting to realize, oh wait, I'm not normal. This is not okay. Uh, like, or I'm ugly. I don't know. I don't know exactly. But yeah. I think that was a big part of it was the mouth shape and how it was unfunctional. Like we mm-hmm. are, you know, over time, over years and years, and years of evolution, like we are functional and so adept at so many things that we do, right? Or like the way that we're created through, you know, God or, or whatever, right? It all has a purpose. Like our mouths work the way that they should work yeah. with a purpose, you know? And so I think- Yeah, the biggest one in that, like, in that I don't, regard is your ears. You're struggling. Your ears yeah. are the wildest body part that you have <laughs> for like sci- <laughs> yeah. scientifically speaking. Yeah, but but I just mean that in the sense of like, she doesn't feel like she was intentionally designed, right? Like, yeah. whereas Ice King seems intentionally designed. And also I wanted to bring up, man, Finn had the whole thing with the Holly Jolly, the big reveal about Ice King having worn glasses in the past. But he's not freaking out like, oh my gosh, Ice King was a human. Like, this is the first time we've seen Ice King back with Finn in the same episode and he treats him the same. He doesn't treat him any well, differently. He goes into it going, you stole a bunch of princess parts this time. So yeah, there probably, was like he's a probably for going into it thinking this is just the same thing. Like he's just stealing yeah. princesses again. We're back to square one. So I just wonder uh, if they've had other interactions we haven't seen in, in the past couple months. Yeah, this that's a good thought. You know, probably more than likely, plot probably some like generic stuff, but maybe not. Maybe maybe they go on seasons of. Obviously, too, the the other cool part of this episode that I think we don't really conceptualize all the time is that we see Ice Kingdom and we see it's like one his little square mountain or triangle mountain. I don't know shapes. <laughs> and this one, he flies down these shafts and like there's all of these like ice bison and ice frogs and there's yeah. statues he's made down there so They're pretty cool i think that ice kingdom is way larger than we know it to be and there is like it's also goes all the way underground so like the ice kingdom is more even subterranean than surface level which is cool i think yeah i hope that is cool Dude, I actually, so, you know, we actually talked about this a little bit on break, how much me and Allie have been watching One Piece. And the reason I bring this up is there is a very interesting parallel for anyone that is a fan of One Piece. And I feel okay tangenting on this a little bit because it's so, like, paralleled. And also, One Piece is the biggest anime in the world. So, I'd assume a lot of people who listen to us probably have seen it. But anyways, the Thriller Bark arc with Dr. Hobback and his creation, Sindri, is very similar in this, in that Sindri was previously this famous actress who died, and Dr. Hogback had fallen in love with how beautiful she was, right? So he went and he stole her body and brought it back to life, kind of in a very similar way, 
by using uh, basically the shadow of his boss has the ability to manipulate shadows, which kind of act as souls. But anyways, to bring back Sindri as so someone totally different, different personality entirely, but she is still that that body. She looks just as beautiful, though kind of zombie-like, that she did in her previous life. And I just couldn't i'm sitting here watching this episode i'm just like thinking about that the whole time i'm like man this is so similar like ice king took his favorite parts of these princesses mm-hmm. dr hobback just was obsessed with how beautiful this one woman was and their personalities are totally different none of that mattered to either the ice king or to dr hobback it's all about the looks the appearance and i don't know just a very interesting parallel and and two pretty cool shows yeah the opposite of Lord Voldemorting somebody when <laughs> yeah. Lord Voldemort can, didn't care about his image at all, but was brought back to life through weird little like spell ritual things. I, I just wrote down a note that I was just like, did he like Lord Voldemort Betty back to life in the body of a, of all the princesses? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe if you had given her more time to kind of uh, develop, right. Maybe her personality would have came out. A little bit more and she may have had flashback memories too if that's a theory you want to throw out there into this no, podcast I, I actually thought about that in in the realm of like uh was it the movie i can't remember much of corpse bride where you know bringing someone back to life it's like they they could come back as the same personality but they lose a lot of like the memories of their quote-unquote past life so they're kind of just like a similar personality to starting a new life. And that person may not love you. And, you know, everybody regret like the Harry Potter story about the guy that's brought his wife back to life. And she just was never the same because she knew she wasn't like meant for this world per se. Mm. Um, so I think, I think putting sentience playing God in any kind of capacity playing Frankenstein is probably a bad idea. Yeah, probably not the best idea. And Even it, though it's it totally stink. hypothetical and nobody's actually ever done it before. So. <laughs> yeah. I know. I do feel bad We're for... We're saying it as if it's like true science. It's not. No. I, I do feel bad for Monster Princess. I think that's like one of my big takeaways from this episode is it just, it stinks. It stinks that people want to throw up when they see her and that, you know, Finn and Jake pass out three separate occasions and the only way they can defeat the Ice King at the end is by blindfolding themselves. So like, they just can't see even a glimpse of her, or else mm-hmm. they'll they'll pass out. Um, and at the very end, she does have something very sweet. Like I think you mentioned it a little bit earlier in this episode. Though my parts be scattered, I will always be your wife. Which, I mean, you know, I think if she really knew who the Ice King was, or really had more choice and more awareness of her situation she would have never said that but yeah that's why i think it's betty it's though. kind of sweet like, in a way yeah that's why oh, i think I it, it's saying. cool yeah that's like that the line at the end like nailed the coffin for me it was like okay i will always be your wife that it's kind of like this essence of betty that's kind of making the ice king go crazy you know mm. on the inside okay. of like that's why he's on the pursuit like princesses will never be good enough and everybody that he finds can never be good enough because it's not her. And Dang. I think he like doesn't know that yet. Wow. Um, so yeah, a real deep, true love with Betty and also, gosh, what a tragic 
the way that that all went down in the Holy Jolly. I mean, when we see where she's just yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's still, yeah, I'm just it's glad still that I, I'm just, I'm just I'm so glad excited for Ice King. I'm just glad that we get to talk about it a little bit more without me having to like prerequisite yeah. a spoiler drop every time. Yeah. yeah I, I just feel, I do feel bad for Ice King, but in this episode, I do not love Ice King's actions by yeah. any means. No, I don't, I don't blame you. I think that you have every right to feel how you did, but um, yeah. I just wanted to open up that thought process because pretty much like as we start getting into everything after season five, you have to almost look at everything going on with Ice King at any point has to be looked at that like through that lens okay of wizard mad madness wizard sadness his history with betty um orgalorg freaking lich stuff like it all just it all just opens up man cool that's awesome now what would you think of the uh the little kitten where you finally got to see that little cat again i was was wondering when when and if he was ever going to come back. So we saw him, what, twice in this one? Two or three times? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, just the fact that we saw him at all because he seemed when he was born from Gunter's egg, I was like, dude, this is like the all-powerful being, right? This has got to be... <laughs> yeah. The cat's just hanging out, just like chilling. Yeah, that's. I thought it was... I liked the callback because it was such a random moment from season one when yeah, Gunter the, gives birth to a psychedelic... Like Chamber kitten. of Frozen Blades episode. What a yeah. great episode that was. Um, so it's cool that they, the writers like wrote in that the cat's still hanging around. I don't think anything else like dramatic ever happens with the cat, though. Uh, I, cat I was really hoping some, it would have some sort of special powers or not. Something. Not to my knowledge. That's Unless, okay. again, there's some sort of epic fight scene at the end of Adventure Time where, like, the cat's in the background, like, lasering somebody, and I just, like, totally <laughs> missed it, you know? Like, that, see, again, that we be cool. don't know. They could have brought it full circle. If that would be very to. cool. Yeah. Dude, what, what's your lesson for this episode? Or do you have factoids that yeah. you want to go through real fast? Actually, I kind of went through factoids, and there was, like, there was nothing super great on it. Um, there was a good thing to call out that Princess Monster Wife was the first monster that Finn and Jake were unable to fight at all. Um, so like, ever. dang. So <laughs> that's like, yeah, they, they, well, I guess they wanted to, but they were unable to fight this monster as the first one ever. I'm trying um, to think of other monsters that they couldn't defeat. No, no, no. But, but they just couldn't fight. even fight it. Just they couldn't, couldn't even fight, fight it. Okay. that monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. The second was when she puckered her lips during the fashion show. It was funny because remember when LSP drank the um, antidote for mm-hmm. and then got the the sexy the zombie lips, antidote the zombie. yeah and she and it looked jumped like a out big, the window yeah it looks like a big donut and and the puckered lips so when uh princess monster wife blew the kiss to the penguin the lips looked just like that from that episode <laughs> um yeah and but that was That's kind funny. of like the only two really factoids i picked up from this one nothing everything else was fun theoretically speaking not factoids yeah cool Dang, what about you? You have you have facts or you just got lessons? No, I just got a single lesson that Ice King still kind of sucks. <laughs> Jesse he still kind of, yep. He still kind of sucks sometimes. That's true. That's true. I have two. Uh, first one, obviously, is a little cliche. It's what's on the inside that counts. And that's Aww. so sweet. Oh, my Aww. gosh. The one that I did put a little bit more thought into, though, was we don't need to live our lives dependent on other people's definition of normal you need to do what makes you happy 
and be you. Be you, yeah. especially with your significant other. Don't be like, hey, like maybe we should pick up, you know, crocheting because that's what other people do. We should be more normal. Like, don't ever let that whole like we should be more normal mentality sneak into your life. Like, yeah, go um, get a mustache. Go shave a mustache right now. Mustache, but everybody. I'm trying to think of like what's like maybe I we still should. have the mustache if you're wondering yes he does uh, but it still looks good it will be gone soon i swear <laughs> is is that a is that an alley decision or is that a you decision no what no dude my facial hair is my own decisions <laughs> i do whatever the hell i want with it but i did she did say you know she doesn't hate it so i'm like okay well i'll keep it for a little bit i yeah. saw a photo of my father from when he was about my age recently and he had a killer mustache and I was like, man, maybe I could do that. And it just it doesn't look as good. It just doesn't look as good. I don't know. Maybe it's because my dad had a mustache in the 80s and it just automatically is better because I it's from say, the 80s. Just with some 80s style and 70s style too. Just the style helps accentuate a better mustache. But Well, I had a green sweater on today and I look like Ned Flanders, if you're wondering what (laughs) I look like right now. So (laughs) I had I had a stash uh, two Octobers ago and I had one or two outfits that actually like made it look better. So I can say like it's it's sometimes an an outfit thing. But yeah, I I got a turtleneck or two. Just don't Ned Flanders it again. Yeah, but I do. I don't know, man. Maybe the turtleneck vibes. I just need to embrace (laughs) <laughs> like middle age 80s dad vibes. Gonna buy some white New Balances and some turtlenecks this weekend. Dude, I'm actually looking for some new shoes. I was, maybe it's the mustache. Dude, maybe it's the freaking mustache. I was wearing my Vans as I often do. And I was like, I think I'm too old for Vans now. And I think it's straight no. up just because I had the mustache. I think it's just the mustache. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, it, it makes you feel like, oh, like the shoes don't match my what like clothing genre my vibe right now mm-hmm. you know yeah all right well regardless thank you everybody f- who uh stuck around for this episode i mean dude it's a it's an okay episode overall yeah, in my well, opinion. Still, it's, it's fine i think we've done some episodes where we just get ranting and sidetracked and deep thoughts that they end up being like over an hour but in in all honesty we thought we are expanding upon a concept for four times as long as it actually was so it's still kind <laughs> yeah. of impressive yeah no i mean not that it gets that but yeah regardless thank you everybody for if you're still here and every week that y'all keep listening i mean it's it's really cool to see how many like the weekly the people that are completely caught up on a what this is our 93rd episode people mm-hmm. that every single week listen to this podcast us two fools talking about adventure time is is pretty awesome. So thank you. You know, hats on bat as yeah. that one Pokemon card opener says, can't think hats of his bat. name. Uh but regardless, check us out. Regardless, you can make it seven more. Just make it to a hundred and then feel yeah. good. Oof, man. I you know, let's keep going. I wanna I wanna finish this season at least. Let's no, come yeah. on, Ned. It, no, I'm saying no, show. I'm saying the listeners should oh, at please. least stick yeah. around until episode hundred because it's gonna be a banger. And, bring, and then stick around after that. Bring too. 10 friends. I mean, <laughs> stop being selfish. Go bring 10 friends bring to 10 the podcast. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But do check us out on Instagram at Never Ending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Never Ending Adventure Cast, 
Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. Email us your thoughts, your opinions. Traveler's Log. I love when we have Traveler's Log segments. Please don't be shy. Let us know what episode you want us to talk about or what you're talking about. Send us your thoughts, your opinions, your theories at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. And yeah, we yeah, need man. we need good suggestions for our special this year. We've we've got had Ooh, ideas, yeah. but we kind of tapped out with SpongeBob movie was the last one that kind of like reaches our this this niche audience. We all have had like Nickelodeon Cartoon Network experiences. I don't want to go like too off the cuff and do like weird Disney Channel movies that maybe nobody's seen. I want to kind of keep it in like a fandom type world. So like, I'd love to hear some suggestions of some stuff that's like, again, not too obscure, not like really deep cut stuff, but also not like, um, you know, like we're not going to review, I don't know how to train your dragon or something like that. (laughs) They're a good movie. Yeah. yeah, Um, We're not going to sit here and do two hours about it. No, no, certainly not. I don't think so. Well, maybe, um, but yeah, I want I would love the or opinions and thoughts for that, but then also for we're creeping up on episode one hundred. And I think that deserves a celebration of some sort, Ned. We we need to start talking about that. What are we gonna do for one hundred episodes we could of the alternate? God, you know it'd be really hard. We'd have to put a lot of prep into it. If each of us came with top fifty moments from episodes one through one hundred of Adventure Time. And we alternated back down the list. I mean, that could be a very long episode. Could be. Um, it gives us about 30 seconds, 30 seconds to a minute for each topic, for each okay. each note. So we'll discuss it. Maybe that would be something a lot. Like that. Maybe if every every traveler out there goes and starts adding everyone from Adventure Time to be on our podcast for the 100th episode. That'd I mean, be crazy. In some dream crazy. world. Everybody really go cool. tag Olivia Olson in our next post and see if she'll be <laughs> on our 100th episode in oh, man. a few weeks. That'd be so sick. Well, we'll figure out something. I, I like your idea. Maybe we'll do something like that. Uh, regardless, hey, thank you. See you guys next Tuesday and party forever. Oh, you know I love you guys.